Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. And Nellie, you know, during COVID, it's been really kind of strange because we haven't really been able to do a whole lot. We haven't had that many special events and things like that. But even though we haven't gone anywhere, I still like to get dolled up. I do too. And it was such a great moment when I realized I could wear shoes. <laughs> it was though. I was like, I'm going to wear heels. It just made me feel like myself again. Do you, you want to hear something funny? I was barefoot on Thanksgiving. I came, <laughs> I came to the table barefoot, and Sean was appalled. And he, but you know what? He had on flip flops, so he's like acting all prim and proper because he he's has wearing got his flip flops on. That reminds me of my mom when she first met Chris. He was in our apartment in the living room. He woke up before before I did, and uh, we were in separate rooms. And uh, he came out, and he was sitting in the living room barefooted. And my mother was like, "Oh, Chris, no, you cannot be in the living room in your bare feet." <laughs> Go put on some slippers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's too funny. Well, so like when we were in quarantine, I used to do spray tan on myself just because it made me feel better. Well, I get it. You know, and it also <laughs> hides the COVID-19. But <laughs> if you can't hide it, spray it. Exactly. And let's face it. I understand we're not having normal Christmas this year, but you still have to look good because cameras are everywhere. <laughs> They are. That's so true. And, you know, some people will be doing Zoom with their family mm-hmm. and friends to, to get together during the holidays. So you want to look good for that. You want to look good. You need a ring light and you need some services. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly why we've brought in two guests today who have two businesses that can help us look really good. Well, Dry Bar, we all love. We all know and love Dry Bar. and That is a Dallas staple. Yes. And talking to Shannon, which you guys are going to hear, she's so impressive and she owns six Dry Bars here in Dallas. I know. I just love talking to anyone who started a new business because it's such a, a scary thing to do is just to put yourself out there and go for it. Yeah. And then the other service that, that is Waverly, which is really like all about taking dental hygiene and making it like a dry bar stop. Right. They're very similar in how they operate. And Waverly, they call themselves a mouth spa, which I can't wait to hear the story behind that. <laughs> <laughs> so Martha, why don't you introduce us to our first guest? Joining us is fellow Park City's mom, Shannon Williams, owner of Dry Bar. Welcome to the show, Shannon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's so great to have you because you really are a staple for our neighborhood. Like, who doesn't love Dry Bar? Dallas loves their hair. They do. They love their hair. And so I was watching Shark Tank the other night, and I see this woman who sang she was the founder of Dry Bar. She was, Allie Webb. Yes. Yeah, and it was super cool to hear it and hear her story. I also saw a whole little mini documentary about her and how she started the business. So how did you end up getting hooked up with her, so to speak? Absolutely. I met Allie through Michael. The founders of Drybar are actually a brother and sister and their spouses. And I worked with Michael, her brother, in Las Vegas for a while. Um, And then they opened in Brentwood. Mm -hmm. And I went out to the opening, and I just fell in love. So we were their first franchisees here in Dallas. Well, it's incredible to me because I've been having my hair and makeup done for years as an actor. Like, I always have had that done. But uh, it's become so affordable and convenient to walk into Dry Bar and just get a fabulous hairstyle in a half hour. It has. Yeah. Um, We get, And it's really interesting to see who comes in because everyone assumes it's just kind of that you know, either a wealthy woman or a stay-at-home mom, but we get everyone. We get young people, old people, different. It's just, it's amazing to see 
when they come in and why they come in. Oh, and I know what it was. In the documentary, when she was talking about starting the business, she said, I remember my grandma going to get her hair set once a week, and they would keep the hairdo for the entire week. And she said she noticed there was an absence of that in our lives and that we needed to bring it back. It is is It's just a newer, maybe a little hipper version of that without Mm -hmm. roller sets. Yeah, just round brushes instead. Without the silk pillowcase to keep your (laughs) Right, it's more round brushes. (laughs) I sleep on one of those. I love it. So you brought Dry Bar here to Dallas, and basically you're the first uh, franchisee of Dry Bar. And um, just tell me about the process of starting it up. Sure. Um, so when we decided to open up Dry Bar, it was the first Bre- one in Brentwood was only probably about three or four months old. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't, you know, no one had heard of Dry Bar at the time. So we had gone and seen it, and I just fell in love. And originally, I think we actually had talked about them opening in Dallas because they knew Dallas was such a big beauty market. And I just decided that I wanted to franchise instead, and they hadn't even really thought much about franchising. So we kind of we went all around town trying to figure out where we should open it. Um, and everybody kept saying Highland Park Village, and I'll just be honest, we couldn't afford Highland Park Village. <laughs> um, so then we look at Preston Forest, and I just knew that Shops of Highland Park there's a parking lot in the back that people don't Ooh, seem to ever know about. Did not know that. Yes, you have to kind of learn yeah, that. That giant park. I've seen it. it. Yes. As soon as I saw that parking lot, I was like, we have to be in that location. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, Allie and Michael, the founders, fought me on it. Everybody fought me on it. And it ended up being, that shop is actually, between that and one shop in New York, or have always been the busiest shops in the country. Oh, my gosh. So, And you have how many locations here? Six. Okay. So we have Highland Park, Uptown, North Park, Grapevine, Fort Worth, and Plano. And we actually opened Uptown last year because we needed overflow from Highland Park. You're everywhere. Yeah, we are everywhere. You really are. Yes. It's a great thing. Thanks. So I have to tell you, I have to ask about hair emergencies because one time in my 20s, it was my first apartment in New York City at 96 and Park, and I literally was in my apartment blow-drying my hair with a round brush, and it got stuck in my hair. <laughs> and I had to go downstairs and have the doorman remove it. <laughs> So I wondered if anybody's ever gotten a brush stuck in, not by you guys, not by your your professionals, but on their own and come in and said, help me. We have. We've had hairbrushes. We've had um, clients rip like little sections of their hair out before they have a big event. Mm -hmm. So they'll come in and be like, okay, can you just blow dry my hair and make it like go over the bald spot Mm -hmm. or go over the spot that I burned? We get a fair amount of that. Or if they burn the front of their forehead, they'll come in and be like, okay, can you swoosh my bang (laughs) to make sure that you can't (laughs) see my burn? Um, We get a fair amount of that. And we actually get a fair amount of um, people who have just had plastic surgery that Mm -hmm. also want their hair to make sure that it's covering scars. Mm-hmm. That happens a lot. Interesting. Well, it's such a treat to get your hair done before a special event. It's just one less thing that you have to worry about. And just uh, when a professional does it, it stays so much better. That is very true. Really and I think the one thing we found, too, since we opened um, is that we thought we'd mostly be special event driven. But we're kind of, we get a lot of people just every day. Obviously, people come in with hair emergencies. But I want to hear your very worst hair emergency where somebody came in and needed something super special? Okay. I would say our craziest hair story is that one time we had a client come in and she had an adult diaper on and she had worn it on purpose. She had had it in her car on purpose so that when she went into labor, she wanted to make sure that she had her hair done before she went to the airport. I mean, to the hospital, sorry. And she, yeah, she had a diaper on and she got a blowout with an adult diaper on just because 
She oh wanted to make gosh. sure she was okay before she went. This well, is had her baby. She told you about it. She did. Oh, she showed. Yeah, <laughs> she, she showed people. I and keep that quiet. <laughs> yeah, she actually showed someone, and it, it was a regular, and it was just so funny, and it's still like a story that. We kind of pass around every. And once she probably in a doesn't while. mind you telling this because she oh, was telling all of you. She told someone. I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, like the Dallas women, we love our hair, like we keep saying. And I literally was on bed rest the last two weeks of my pregnancy, and I got off of bed rest and went and got my hair highlighted. So it I looked believe nice. it because it mean, just makes you feel good. I mean, that's kind of the whole thing that I think that actually right now with the all the COVID stuff that's going on, what's been really amazing is how busy we've still been. Mm-hmm. That's and amazing. We've always said that the reason why people come is obviously for events and all that, but really just to make themselves feel good about themselves. Sure. And I think this is proving it because these people are not going anywhere. They're just going on Zoom calls or going home and they're still coming. And they still want to look good. They want to look good. They want to feel good for themselves. And yes. that's what I love that's, yeah, is that it's all about themselves. And mm-hmm. that's the part that we've kind of always thought, but we've finally proven it. Mm-hmm. It's been amazing. So um, we all love dry bar in this room. We really do, including Sean. He just loves dry bar. Um, (laughs) But uh, A, how can people find you? And B, I understand you're offering a special discount. We are. Um, We're going to offer 20% off for your first blowout frame that comes in. Just mention Bubble Lounge. Um, And the easiest way to find us, honestly, is we have a dry bar app Mm -hmm. um, that you just search the app store for. It's under thedrybar.com. And that's probably the easiest way to book all of your appointments. Perfect. Well, Shannon, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. You've been a great guest. So that's so wonderful that Shannon's going to give our listeners 20% off. I'm totally going to take her up on that offer. I am too, and I'm sure a lot of you guys out there will. And while you're at it, why don't you stop by Waverly? That brings us to our next guest, Nick DeBerry, founder of Waverly. And Nick, you're my fellow New Yorker. My brother from New York. (laughs) (laughs) Although I have to say, both of us are from the suburbs because you're from Livingston, New Jersey, and I'm from the Upper East Side, which is basically the suburbs of Manhattan. Sure. You know? Sure. (laughs) So go ahead. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So Nick and I met on the phone a couple of months ago, and he he was uh, fairly recent to Dallas, and he was telling me all about his business. Then I got to meet him in person. So I don't know if you remember this, but the first thing I said to you was, wow, you're really young. And I want to apologize for that, because I hope it wasn't offensive, because if you would have greeted me with, wow, you're really old, you wouldn't be sitting here right now. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, I do remember that. And uh, it's par for the course. Um, I am fairly young to be doing this relative to my peers. Um, but uh, happy to do it, and really, it's a great opportunity. So, so tell us exactly what you, what you're doing here. You uh, came basically from Wall Street, and now you're in dental care. So we started a hygiene and preventative focus brand, an oral care, um, launching first in Uptown and spreading across the United States. And what we do, we offer three distinct services, a purification, which is a cleaning, uh, an illumination, which is a whitening, and then a combination of both. We felt like for as important oral care is to your overall health, the dental experience is one of the most suboptimal consumer experiences. It's expensive, it's inconvenient, um, and it's just just generally a bad experience. Um, it's done on the second story of some strip mall somewhere, and <laughs> people are scared of the white coat. Um, but you have 75% of American adults with some form of gum disease. Mm-hmm. And we believed that uh, that was being driven by this suboptimal consumer experience. Everyone wants straight white clean teeth, but the barriers to have those things from a cost standpoint and just an overall experience standpoint are just so high. Um, So what if we can totally reimagine the dental experience, create 
a blowout type concept or a nail appointment type concept, this easy breezy consumer experience um, that allows people to indulge in their oral care, indulge in their wellness, rather than it being this chore, which it currently is. Well, I have to like jump in here and say, I love this idea because I am a dental a dental whore. Like, <laughs> I love getting my teeth cleaned. I have gotten my teeth cleaned four or five times a year sure. all my life. It's like, I really love, do. Yep. It's so important. I love it. And, I, and you're right about the experience sometimes being kind of clunky and not, not as sexy as what you're describing. Sure. Well, you know? I just like how you guys call it a mouth spa. The mouth spa. That's, yes. pretty, that's pretty clever. I like it. And just looking at the pictures online, it looks absolutely beautiful. Tell me there's a, kind of a significance behind the build out. There is. Um, so in our branding scheme, um, we worked with a uh, – an array of clinical directors at the beginning of this. Dr. Clem, who's chair of the American Periodontal Board, and Dr. Dana, who is membership chair of the Texas Dental Association. And what we kind of discovered was oral care is in a state of stasis. It's stagnant. It's Mm -hmm. one of the only parts of healthcare that hasn't been disrupted. And some of our quote-unquote peers that do restorative care, which we don't do, um, add curve the mirrors to their offices and, um, you know, think they've changed things. And, um, we still consider that stasis, right? Yeah. And so I understand, like, it, it kind of makes sense to me, investment banker coming in and starting a business, like, sure. who better than someone like you? But why Texas? Um, we felt like Dallas is the perfect kind of location for this. Being right outside of Highland Park in Uptown, um, it's the same demographic that we're going to get, you know, in Tribeca mm-hmm. or in Beverly Hills, where, you know, we have plans to expand. Um, but Dallas loves how they look. Dallas people yes. love how they look. We mm-hmm. are a vanity city. We vanity like our, driven. It's a yes. mini LA. It really is. We it like has our that kind of feel. Pretty teeth and our pretty hair. Yeah. It is LA with Southern hospitality. That's yeah. the way that I look at it. I like that. That's a good. That's we have really to steal good. that. I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> because I, you know, Martha and I always laugh about me coming here and not expecting it, moving to Dallas, and now I love it, but I did not initially. So I love that. I love that tagline for Dallas. Sure. I mean, <laughs> c- coming from New York, um, I've I've never been to Texas before until I moved down here, and I was coming here. Uh, every single weekend after work, I would leave Barclays and hop on a flight out of LaGuardia to uh, to DFW every Friday night for like six to eight weeks before I moved down here. And like I had lunch in Highland Park Village for the first time. And I'm like, this is not what I imagined Texas no. to be. And um, it's one of the most beautiful places. Every time I want to go, I go home, I want to come back and probably will stay. So. Yeah. So, Nick, there you were in New York. You're working on Wall Street. You're young, very successful. You could... the the world was at your disposal. Why on earth did you leave that career? I, I think that anyone that kind of follows that track, um, it's not the right track, it's not the wrong track, it's just the track that I've chose. Um, whenever you're given the opportunity to start a business, it's kind of the ultimate um, showing of, of your skills and ability. And I always was up for challenges. And um, my uh, my superiors um, were extremely supportive of me going to do this. Um, but because of that fact, I mean, um, when you're looking at spreadsheets all day, and you're talking to CEOs, and you're talking to CFOs, and you're um, giving them advice on capital budgeting decisions, or you're taking in a position in a company and sitting on their board, um, you know, that is a definite, that is a different vantage point than actually being in the day-to-day operations. Those numbers from what I know now 
are just a reflection of all of those decisions, right? It's the aggregate, um, that revenue and that bottom line is is just a reflection of, of the aggregate decisions made. Um, and it, they're either right or they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's fascinating. Uh, I thought I knew a lot before, um, you know, working at, at the firms that I did and dealing with the companies that I did. Um, but now uh, I almost laugh at it. Um, <laughs> okay, so what exactly is the experience like when somebody goes to Waverly? Because I'm sure. totally enthralled. Sure. Um, so what we try to do is pamper you, bottom line. We try to make you feel as comfortable as possible. Um, and we just do that because, number one, you deserve that. We want to create a customer-centric experience. So when you come in, as long as you have all your paperwork um, that we pushed you ahead of time, um, you're quickly taken back. We give you an x-ray. We give you a comprehensive exam. We give you an oral cancer screening. And None of those um, we charge you for. We believe that you should never have to pay to know how healthy you are. Um, And then from there, we uh, either give you a cleaning, um, we give you a whitening or both. We are not a whitening bar. Um, We offer that as a sweetener. Our whitenings are only $103, which is, you know, a sixth of the price of that what you would find in a traditional dental office. Um, And about 80% of our customers now are converting to both. Um, They do a cleaning, they do a whitening. No one so far has complained about sensitivity. And if they do have sensitive teeth, we offer that as an option to uh, have a cheap desensitizer from a price standpoint. It's very high quality um, added. And uh, we try to give you the best experience to prevent those big spends from happening. Do you accept children as well? So we currently only accept patients over 13 years old. 13 and Okay, up, yeah. So. so my son's 16. That's good to know. Bring him in. Like I said, we live for the cleanings, et cetera. <laughs> I want a fancy experience. <laughs> Nick, tell me about those beautiful gift kits that you have. I've been seeing them online. It sure. looks like you have several products, and they look like they'd be a perfect Christmas gift. Yeah. we The Wave Kit was, uh, was born because not only... Did we believe the in-office experience is misguiding, but the at-home experience as well? Um, traditional oral care products, when you walk down aisle nine of CVS or Walgreens, um, you know, it takes a one-size-fits-all fits all approach to care, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a toothpaste for sensitivity. There's a toothpaste for whitening. There's a toothpaste for remineralization. But there's not a comprehensive system or, or a guided product mm-hmm. um, that targets the root of the problem, and that's mismanagement of bacteria in the mouth. Um, The only reason why a dentist says come twice a year is because that's all insurance insurance companies will pay for, right? And to us, that's kind of unsubstantiated Mm -hmm. when when you have 75% of American adults with some form of gum disease, right? Um, So what we did was literally pen and paper, we wanted to create the best products possible. Um, And uh, we worked with Dr. Clem on this, Dr. Dana, and all of our products are all antimicrobial. Um, they all target the bacteria in their mouth and, and killing the bacteria in the mouth. Um, and we also use homeopathic formulas such as aloe vera, vitamin E, CoQ10, and then you use the products on a quarterly basis, um, and then your mouth obviously has changed. That's what it should do. That's what the product, there should be efficacy, right? Um, and then every quarter, we send you a follow-up survey asking, hey, based on what you told us last quarter, are things getting better, staying the same, or getting worse? And then we send you a whole new kit um, curated to your newly changed microbiome. So, uh, yes. 
And how can people find you? How can our audience find you? Um, you can go to our website, getwaverly.com. Uh, our Instagram uh, handle is at mouthspa. Um, so yeah, that's uh, we'll be expanding all over Texas pretty soon. That's great. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you it's for been a pleasure. Me. So guys, you know, we all want to look good for the holidays. So make sure you take advantage of these great deals. Check out Dry Bar with a 20% discount and check out Waverly. And these are both local businesses that we really want you guys to support. So that's been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And we'll catch you next time. 